The Sloppy Sorting Hat is a podcast that includes adult language and content, as well as spoilers from your favorite TV shows, movies, and books. It is also a zero-budget production that may sometimes have weird audio quirks. You have been warned, and this is your last warning. It's the Sloppy Sorting Hat. Welcome to the Sloppy Sorting Hat. This is a podcast where we sort characters from our favorite movies, books, and TV shows into Hogwarts houses. But because the hat and we are a little sloppy, we will most likely get it wrong. I'm Danny, And I'm Amanda. And I'm Michelle. We've got games and mashups and more games. Oh my Lanta, it's a lot. Haha, <laughs> Mish, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, pin a rose on your nose because we are sorting the beloved TV series Full House. Beloved is a stretch. I think it's pretty mm. beloved. It's I get be- it. It's not beloved by me. Oh, well, oh, by okay. like most people. Oh, normal people. Yeah. (laughs) But first, we need to get sloppy. Ready, Fred? Ready, George? Awesome, Zuck. So today I am drinking a better beer, and I am drinking the Rheingeist Dad in honor of the three dads, kind of, in Full House. Nice. And also in honor of um, a really great dad who I think we all would want to be like uh, Ramus Lupin, who, instead of being with his child, went to his death in the Battle of Hogwarts. Cheers. No, I'm kidding. In honor of an actual great dad, Arthur Weasley, the best dad in the Harry Potter universe. We all want Arthur to be our dad. Cheers to you, Arthur. Cheers to Danny and Jesse and the other one. Uh, Joey. Joey. (laughs) All great dads. Clink. Clinky. Cheers to that. Uh, what are you drinking, Amanda? I'm actually drinking a Moscow Mule tonight um, in my little glo- or I guess bulb bulb um, Christmas glass. Um, for those of you who do not know what a Moscow Mule is, it is ginger beer, lime juice, and vodka. It's an, it's it's a good drink. Uh, Danny, what are you drinking? I am drinking um, Jackie O's. What's it called? Sing to the Sun. Ooh. Um, it's a hazy IPA, and I chose this because a lot of people in this show sing, um, and it's like sunny in San Francisco. I think I don't know. There wasn't a real reason. Um, it's six point five percent, and it tastes like beer. Mm. <laughs> It's always the best when beer tastes like beer. Mine also tastes like beer. Mine tastes like ginger. Oh. I guess I should have said more about the beer. Probably. Let me go ahead and uh, rewind. Um, I'm drinking the Rangas Dad, which is a happy holiday ale. Not a happy holiday ale. No. The can says, hi, thirsty. I'm Dad. So dad jokes. Dad jokes about (laughs) You know, it's good. Um, it's six percent. It is. Uh, it's just like it says a hoppy, but still kind of like spicy Christmas ale, and it's. Uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. Ah, uh, nuts! We need to play a game. <laughs> While we get sloppy, we're gonna play Amortentia Rictusempra Jinx. Amortentia Rictusempra Jinx. And today we are going to ARJ some Slytherins. I have chosen Pansy Parkinson. Horace, Slughorn, and Salazar Slytherin. 
Um, who would like to go first? Amanda, I mean, you go first. Okay. Oh, Mish, you go first. Okay, yeah, Mish, you go first. <laughs> yeah, I would break to Sempra Pansy because I think she's probably hot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, ima- I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I did watch the sixth movie today. and I Is she hot? She, yeah, she's in it for a sec. All right. You know, <laughs> she's, she's good looking. Yeah, so we'll get freaky with her. Um, I'll Amortentia Slughorn, because I think, like, deep down he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, he's not one of these evil Slytherins, right? He just, like, really loves, um, to be next to and around fame, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. that's, that's not, I mean, there are a lot worse people in the world. And then I would, um, definitely jinx Slytherin, because I think, like, He's a uh, dangerous man, you know. He's putting snakes in the bowels of the, the castle where he, children are taught. Like, what Gross. the fuck's up with that, you know? So, in the bowels, <laughs> in, the, in the bowels of the castle, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good, yeah. Amanda. Yeah. So I think I agree with all of those ones. I'm gonna rictums rictusempra pansy because I think she's really pretty. And I think it would be a good time. Um, yeah. Definitely gonna jinx Salazar because he's a bee. Go away, Salazar. And Amortentia Slughorn because I think that he needs some love and support. And I think he needs to maybe stop loving himself so much but and have me love him. So... Yeah, okay. that's okay. why. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to Rictus Empera Salazar Slytherin because he's got a big snake. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to jinx Slughorn because he's just so power hungry and it's really annoying that he just talks to people to like give himself more power. And then I'm going to Amortentia Pansy because... She's younger. She's more like a millennial or a Gen X, whatever. Um, I feel like she's not as um, power hungry as the other two. I think she'd probably be a decent mate to live with. Um, but she's kind of the jerk in the books. But I think that she probably got better. Yeah. She was just a moody teenager that didn't like the other houses. Yeah. I mean, all teenagers can get moody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I see that. All right, you win, Danny. <laughs> you win the points because Salazar has a big snake. Yep, yeah. that was a good argument. <laughs> you win. All right. Let's move on. Um, I got to say to all of our loyal listeners, we're not sorting at you. We are sorting with you. <laughs> Only you're not joining in. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it's time to sort. <laughs> When I call your name, you will come forth. I shall place a sorting hat on your head, and you will be sorted into your houses. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, so the first person that I am sorting is Steve. Uh, what's his last name? Steve. Steve, Steve. Um, <laughs> he is DJ's boyfriend um, throughout several seasons. And my understanding is that he, in the, the Fuller house, the later years or whatever it's called, uh, he comes back and marries DJ. So 
Oh my god, spoiler alert. He spoiled everything! Some of us uh, haven't seen it all, me. I haven't seen Fine, a single okay. episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am going to sort Steven to Hufflepuff. Because um, only a Hufflepuff can empty the fridge of a family of six or seven or eight or however many tanners are in the house at any given time. Um, that's a lot of people, and somehow he's consistently um, emptying out their fridge because he's a wrestler or whatever. So that's a true Hufflepuff right there. Yeah, yeah. he's always very hungry. Yeah. Plus, he's a babe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a babe. Yeah, babe. Yeah. So true. Hufflepuff makes sense. I think Hufflepuff he's makes pretty, sense. Um, yeah, and he's pretty loyal to DJ throughout most of the the series, I think, except that time when Kimmy decided that he was a botanist. Mm. <laughs> she meant polygamist. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I have no memory catching, of it. They thought they were catching him cheating, but he wasn't. But she said botanist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kimmy. Um, and it's also my understanding that in later life, he's a podiatrist. Um, yep. So I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to put him into Slytherin because feet are gross, but uh, you know, mm. somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. That's true. Yeah. And he's still a babe in the new seasons. The new season. The new series. <laughs> yeah, Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Fuller yeah. House. Still a babe. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm up next with Becky. Um. So being pregnant isn't all sunshine and rainbows, which makes me think Becky is a Ravenclaw because she brilliantly had twins. Two babies for the price of one nine-month hostage situation. Sure, twins are probably hard, but you don't have to relearn how to do all the newborn stuff for subsequent babies. So kudos to her intelligent mind and body for having twins. I know she didn't have a lot to say about this, but, you know, maybe she did in Ravenclaw status. But anyway, other reasons she's a Ravenclaw. She's usually right when giving the men advice. She's great at walking the difficult line of cool aunt and motherly figure. And she throws out a lot of clever insults at Jesse for his hair and Elvis' obsession and Danny's cleaning obsession and being too talkative. So, Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think she's very witty. She always has a good uh, comeback. Yeah. Or some sort of, like, you know, um, name to call, like, nickname for people. She's she's funny. Yeah, and she's really good (laughs) at... um, uh, wake up San Francisco. She's a good journalist. Oh yeah, so. she's good on TV. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Very good on TV. Yeah. And, and she's a babe. <laughs> she's a babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everyone's a babe on the show. Yeah. That's true. Well, maybe besides Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I mean I think the least babe character is Joey. He's so funny, though. It doesn't mean that he's a babe. Well, some people think of personality first, Mish. <laughs> I don't. I'm really shallow. Yeah. Okay, well, at least you're aware of that. I do like Becky. I love her character. Um, yeah. And yeah, she's very uh, smart for having two kids at once, because that <laughs> is the way to do it. And that's, like, ideal for everyone, right? <laughs> Get it over so. with. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think, think so. Yeah, I think she had full control over that, and yeah. it was a, an incredible decision that she made. Very smart. 
She has Agreed. to share that with all, the rest of us as, as to how she did that. <laughs> right. Okay, well, we can move on. I'm up next. I'm sorting Kimmy Gibbler, um, and she's going into Ravenclaw. Uh, she often speaks without thinking, and I appreciate that because it just takes too much time to think about stuff before you say it. And so she just like says, well, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to say it. She saves herself some time. Very smart. <laughs> Um, she tells it like it is. Um, she's very wise about that. She doesn't have any time for any bullshit. She understands the concept of working smarter, not harder, by copying DJ's homework all the time. She knows she has smelly feet, so she uses it to her advantage to, like, torture people, and she laughs about it. Um, I think that she's very self-aware of how dumb she is, a capital D-U-M. Um, she was very creative for prom to wear up wear that light up dress because it's amazing and I wish I would have wore a light up dress to my prom um and she has really creative nicknames for people like calling Danny Mr. T obviously very creative and Jesse hair boy so I hair, think that yeah hair boy is super clever <laughs> right <laughs> she also has the best taste in men dating the guy who just says whatever all the time <laughs> so that's why I think she's a Ravenclaw <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with the fashion choices. She had very creative fashion sense, and that, that does go into Fuller House. She gets even more wild. Um, yeah. But that, you know, that's kind of like Luna. Luna has crazy yeah. fashion choices. So. Actually, mm -hmm. she's very similar to Luna. I like that analogy. That That's good. I agree. She is really, really similar to Luna. Yeah, because she, like, kind of is, like, into... I don't know if it's like astrology, but she's like a little spiritual, right? Right. Yeah. But Luna's not as harsh as Kimmy. And Luna probably doesn't have smelly feet. So who knows? She I mean, might. She, she lost might. her shoes. Yeah, That's true. Know. They probably took them away because they smelled bad. <laughs> That's true. It's definitely why. All right. Well, I'm up next. I'm starting DJ Tanner. Donna Joe. Donna Joe Tanner. Fuller. And I'm going to sort her into Slytherin. Because, um, like, first of all, everybody knows that the oldest sibling is always the most evil. True. When you're mm -hmm. talking about, mm -hmm. when you're talking about three sisters, oldest one. Yep. Is the most evil, the most resourceful. Um, you know, so that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also think that she's Slytherin because... Um, she decided to be best friends with Kimmy and she looks really good by comparison. And I think it's a scheme. It's like a, it's like a scheme. So like, I, if you look at, if you think about it and you're like, look at DJ, you look at Kimmy who comes off as the, um, you know, saner, more rational person. Oh, Kimmy for sure. Oh wait, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who looks better, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause Kimmy is, uh, it can be a little annoying. She seems she goes have a little little dumb, you know, a little flighty. And by comparison, DJ looks smart as hell. So um, I think that that's all. That's like a, a, a deliberate decision DJ has made, and that makes her a Slytherin. Yeah, I get that comparison. Like girls that surround themselves with girls who are less attractive to make themselves look like a ten, when really yeah, they're exactly. like you know like a five, <laughs> and the, rest <laughs> the other girls are like a two. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure love rating women's attractiveness yeah i mean it's really great yeah. <laughs> really good yeah 
As someone who's frequently been a two to someone's five, I mean, I, yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> Aw. You're a <laughs> oh, 10, me. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm a 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I do think DJ is a good big sister. Yeah. But I, I think she, she uh, I think she has her schemes, you know, her plots. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Yeah, she's, she is always constantly worried about what her dad's going to think. So she always schemes her way out of that to make it seem better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I do like DJ. It has to be hard to be the oldest. You know? It is. Yeah, I get blamed for everything. <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's really hard. It's really tough. Got to do what you can to survive, you know? Yeah, totally. All right. Well, I'm up next with Stephanie Tanner. Um, and Steph portrays the middle child stereotype perfectly. <laughs> Always needing and looking for attention, thinking you're you have been forgotten. So I think she's a Hufflepuff. She's smart, creative, and competitive, but her personality usually revolves on having friends, and Hufflepuffs are very friendly people. First, her true loyalty was to Mr. Bear, her best bear friend. She gets really nervous about not having friends when she starts school but realizes she already has bestie DJ. And then as she gets older, she falls for peer pressure several times in the series in order to make friends, like going to a makeout party and smoking. And I don't think this is to make friends, but she also drove Joey's car into the kitchen, just had to add that in. <laughs> and <laughs> she was also friends with Gia, um, who had like a problematic past, I think. Um, and I think being susceptible to peer pressure is a little Hufflepuff because Hufflepuffs are very loyal and want friends, but she also knows right from wrong and usually owned up to these situations. And also she's a Hufflepuff because she works really hard to know and infiltrate DJ's social life, like reading and finding her diary, listening in on the phone calls, yelling at her best friend, Kimmy, and just kind of being an annoying little sister all around. Yeah, I mean, DJ established two very simple rules, right? Don't touch my stuff. Don't come on my side of the room. What does Stephanie do? Both at the same time, constantly. <laughs> she steals her clothes. She does all kinds of things against DJ. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of relate to Stephanie. <laughs> what? Weird. I know, I, don't right? know. I know. I relate more to DJ. I don't know. I relate to DJ. I mean... Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stephanie. I think she might be my favorite character. She just has really good. I know this isn't a Hufflepuff trace, more Ravenclaw, but she has really good, like, witty comebacks, especially oh, yeah. when it comes to Kimmy. She's really funny. Totally. Yeah. And, like, how rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, like, such a good quote, right? We say it all the time. <laughs> I think Michelle has the best ones, but but Stephanie has some. Good I do, ones. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Stephanie's pretty cool. She's a great dancer. I like that about her. As well. Oh yeah. What does she do in Fuller House? Does anybody know? Does she dance? Uh, she's a DJ, DJ Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> oh my god, that's what she goes by. <laughs> uh, she's like travels and stuff, but then she ends up living. You know, with DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot more to her story in this show. I don't want to give spoilers. Since it only... She marries some guy people. named Jimmy. 
<laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> the final right. episode yeah. is a three-way wedding. DJ marries Steve, and Stephanie marries some dude named Jimmy, and Kimmy marries someone else. But I don't remember their Jimmy name. Jimmy is Kimmy's brother. That's disgusting. All right. Yeah, so Stephanie marries Kimmy's brother. Gross. Kimmy is a surrogate for Stephanie because Stephanie is infertile. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot that happens in the show. Oh my god, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. All right. But well, whatever. They're all friends, which is nice. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, we can move on. I can sort uh, Michelle. So. <laughs> Michelle yeah. Where, where am I? Where am I at? <laughs> Michelle Tanner. Um, I'm sorting. Uh, the cute, adorable Michelle Tanner into Gryffindor. She's going into my house. Okay. Um, she immediately gets a crush on Howie at such a young age. You guys remember Howie! that episode? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's so cute. I just think that that's like such a Gryffindor thing to do, you know? Like, I forgot about Howie. It's very bold of her at such a young age to just like get this crush. Um, but it's really cute. She learns heartbreak at a very young age, guys, and it's really rough for her. <laughs> oh, Howie. <laughs> She's even more bold when she uh, wants to marry DJ's boyfriend, Steve. I guess she didn't care that her future hubby is dating her sister. Kind of weird, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, She's the youngest, so she was always able to get away with whatever she wanted since she was um, since she could just blame Stephanie and DJ for everything. Mm -hmm. um, and this caused a little bit of a rebellious side of Michelle, which is, I think, a good, a true Gryffindor fashion um, because I am too the youngest and I could also get away with a lot of stuff. And I did blame you guys for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> she was also crowned princess for the day. So, of course, being the center of intention and then getting a little power hungry, thinking that she is boss of the day and then everyone getting annoyed with her. Sounds very Gryffindor to me. Very reckless. Sounds like you. I know. We have very similar um, personalities, Michelle and I. Michelle Tanner and I. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, she has a lot of courage at the end of the series to get back on that horse ride, even, she, even after she had that really horrible accident. So I thought that that was very brave of her. So... That's why I'm putting her to Gryffindor. She also has what you said before. She has some really great quotes. Like, is what is what you are her gotta quotes? Do. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. I was gonna say, shut up, dude. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> you got it, dude. I use you gotta dude all the time. She's really cute. She is very cute. And yeah, the amnesia is such a strange storyline. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, is is weird ending but i mean it went well and you know she was fine but didn't they have like both twin like both olsen twins come in during that time or something to match them back together or something like that maybe that's not right i don't know yeah they had, no. they had like i don't know if it was the amnesia but they definitely had a storyline where they both were like on screen yeah they that also was did for the the cousin the greek cousin oh, oh right. yeah oh my god <laughs> There was one time that they were both on the screen where Michelle, one of the girls played, you know, the regular Michelle character and the other one played like the bad Michelle where she was like oh. talking her into doing bad things. <laughs> it was almost like, you know, good angel than the devil or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. Please. 
so um, cute. I agree with Gryffindor, though. She's definitely, like, the boldest sibling, I think. She's a little spoiled, that's why. She's very yeah. spoiled, yeah. Do you think that's... Do you guys think I'm spoiled? <laughs> oh. You're in uh, big trouble, mister. <laughs> yes, a little bit. I mean, it depends on the situation. Yeah, I do yeah, think, I think so. you're spo- I think you're spoiled by us. Oh, yeah, well, that's definitely true. You guys love me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I do love you. And I also hate you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's fair. That's no, I'm, I'm I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I don't. I don't. Um, all right. Well, I'm up next. I'm sorting Jesse, and I'm gonna sort him into Gryffindor because he's like a real fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. He's like, it's very frustrating to think back on it. Like he seems like the cool uncle, right? Oh, he's so cool. He loves Elvis. He plays in a band rides a motorcycle or whatever the fuck. He has great hair. And I mean, he does have great hair. I'm not going to dispute that he has great hair. But like, he, why was was he even helping or was he just stressing Danny out in the yeah. early years, you know? Like, it's almost like he had, Danny had like a fourth child he had to deal with because Jesse was such a fucking dumbass all the time. I mean, like, even when he starts to quote unquote mature, like think about what's the, what does he do right before he um, is going to marry Becky? He's like, oh, I got to do one last really stupid crazy stunt and then like almost dies and becky has to like save his ass or like the time when he crashes his motorcycle and breaks like a hundred bones or whatever like he's just you know he's just like a like a man child and that's very gryffindor to me oh yeah i think he's really reckless oh yeah for sure that's a good point and I but he's he- fun too you know he is kind of cool and I think he cares too much about his outward appearance, which I don't know if is totally Gryffindor, but I feel like the like preppy type people are usually Gryffindor. <laughs> okay, I was gonna, <laughs> I would go with more Slytherin, but yeah, sure. <laughs> well, the nice, like he wasn't like mean though. Mm-hmm. He was like a mean prep. Well, you could Do people be still use the word prep, or is that is that? I don't outdated? know. Oh. I sometimes call Jose a, a preppy loser. Because he likes oh. grape coupon, he pops his collars, so I still use it. Okay, good. So I think it's still alive and well. He's like, <laughs> a, he's a, yeah, he's a preppy d bag. That's what I say. <laughs> okay. Which is a which is a hundred percent true, a true fact. <laughs> and he's not here to dispute it, and won't listen to this, so he'll never hear this. It's too bad. Have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's a preppy. Uh, Jesse's a preppy d bag. <laughs> yep, faux show. That's what I got out of that conversation. Yep, yep. agreed. And also, plus he didn't like those pink bunnies. Yeah, what a loser! Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. Who doesn't like pink bunnies? How yeah. rude! <laughs> <laughs> pink bunnies are cute. God damn it. All right, let's move on to Joey Gladstone. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> I, I know. I just... What's Jesse's last name? Kisopolis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you guys. Cut oh. it out. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Joey is a Ravenclaw because of all of his witty and clever impressions and sayings. For example, Mr. Woodchuck. What a creative name for a woodchuck. And he also loves wood puns, which is pine with me. 
<laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he picks up a lot of random hobbies, so I guess he likes learning new things, like hockey, playing the harmonica, he's a pianist, a decent comedian, and he has a degree in education, which is very random. But some of his best lines, which make him a Ravenclaw, are, Danny, you don't have to be hip and cool, you're spick and span. And... <laughs> <laughs> to Jesse, so before you were a stud, you were a spud. <laughs> and this random one, that's not a big problem. A big problem is like, well, if your butt fell off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's a good one. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think he's uh, Ravenclaw. What yeah. a cornball, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cornball. Ugh. I mean, sure, Ravenclaw, yeah. I mean, he is very creative. He is creative. Sure. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, got it. His going impressions good. are pretty good. Yeah, I agree. They're really good. Like, like Popeye, the, wood, the woodchuck. Yeah. Yeah, Popeye, the woodchuck, and he like sprays water out of his mouth like a dolphin in that one episode. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, he's. He so does a really cool. good job with that. I think we used to try that when we were kids, and I just never could do it. <laughs> Probably. Can you think you yeah. could do it today? Yeah. Doubt it. You know, I'll try. If I can, I'll put it on TikTok. All right, great. <laughs> but I probably can't, so don't look for it. Don't look for that. Don't ever look for it. Even if she can do it. I'm sure I just get it all over my face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we can move on. I can sort Danny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. There's so many names in this podcast that are your guys' names. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I'm sorting Danny Tanner. Um, I think that he is a Hufflepuff because he has to do the very, very hard work, impossible, whatever, which is take care of these three girls without his wife, which is very sad. But he works really hard at being the good father to the girls. I mean, he is the raddest, baddest dad ever. (laughs) And he knows that clean is good, dirt is bad. Very important. Um... He is very dedicated in making sure his house is always clean. I really can appreciate that. He does also show a lot of patience with being able to give his daughters and even sometimes Jesse and Joey advice as they go through their struggles. Um, I really think he's the moral compass of the show. He shows a lot of tolerance, especially when it comes to Kimmy being DJ's bestie and never going away as many times as he wants her to go away. And basically, I just think that he's like the coolest, hardworking, dedicated dad ever. I also just want to point out that it's really funny that you, Danny, Danny Nybauer. <laughs> Don't say my name on this. Danny, Danny Dutton. <laughs> just kidding. Danny oh my God. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> just kidding. That you, Danny, brought up. It's just so weird brought up that uh when stephanie drove the car through the kitchen i think that danny tanner was more worried about how he needs to clean it up rather than reprimanding his daughter which i think is really funny um so yeah that's why he's going to hufflepuff i just want to point out that i think it's a very 90s concept that a man when his wife dies couldn't possibly be a single dad to three children yet women be out here doing it every goddamn day Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, so true. Well, to be fair, Fuller House is the same setup. DJ loses her husband. 
and their the kid's father, and then Kimmy and Stephanie come and live with her to I, take care of them. I know, but it's I mean it's a more modern show. That's what I was saying. It was nineties concept. Oh like, right, right, right. Okay. Single dad, he wouldn't be able to do it. Let's bring in two man children to live with him, like. And I think everybody going like, yeah, that makes sense. He yeah, really is going to need that help. If he did that with a woman, I feel like audiences would have been like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. just raise your kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've come a long way, baby. Yeah. Yes, I think that he probably is a Hufflepuff working hard to keep his house clean. I know I can't bother to do that. Um, but there is that time when he gets really pissy that Becky gets um, like producer over him. And he like oh, the show. Sexist, and yeah. Just like, yeah, that's not, it's not great, not, not good for justice and fairness. But yeah, Becky deserved it. Yeah, maybe I he's a slither. Really <laughs> nah, uh, he's probably I think he's a, a Hufflepuff. He does work really hard, and he's a lean, mean, hugging machine. Mm-hmm. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> very true. Very true. <laughs> that's definitely what you are. A lean, mean, hugging machine, right, Danny? Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. definitely a lean and mean, but I'm not really a hugging machine. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he is ultimately a good dad. It's really funny to think about how Bob Saget was, like, on the set of that show just cussing up a storm in front of these child actors and, like, the corniest, most wholesome TV dad. I know. It's, that's so bizarre. I love it, though. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I first found out that he was, like... um not you know like Danny Tanner but he was like the opposite and I was like no way that is so weird <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. he's a good actor but there's no way that's possible yeah oh well, I was younger when I found that out so all right well uh next up is the magical mashup magical mashup so this is where I try make some kind of attempt to combine the full house world and the wizardly world and mash them up into one special segment and so what I have come up with, which is a stretch, is I have decided to Harry Potterize some of the famous catchphrases from Full House. Okay, cool. That would be great. fun. And when I say Harry Potterize, what I really mean is is Brit- Britishize. Because Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So first one up is something that Uncle Jesse said all the time, which is watch the hair. Uh-huh. Uh, he was very concerned about his hair. So um, in in Harry Potter, you would say, "Mind the hair, you tosser." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Stephanie's famous catchphrase, um, I think it was Stephanie, right? How how rude! Yeah, how rude. Okay, so in Harry Potter, you'd say, "Quite rude, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Quite rude, isn't it? Yeah, love that. <laughs> Quite rude, isn't it? Uh, and then lastly, Michelle's famous catchphrase, the most famous catchphrase, I think, in all of Full House, which is, you got it, dude. You got it, dude. Right? Mm-hmm. In Harry Potter, you'd say, you got it, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. Good one. That's really good. Yeah. You got it, mate. <laughs> you got it, mate. You got it, mate. Take two was better on that one. You got it, mate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm really not happy with quite rude in it. I'm going to try that one one more time. Quite wooed, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, that's it. That's my magical mashup. That's my time. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. You guys have any any other ideas? Mm, no. Um, How you did a good job. 
I'll have to look up the most famous. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think of something for Oh My Lanta, but I don't know any cities in England. Oh My Liverpool. <laughs> oh My Surrey. <laughs> yeah, good job. Okay. <laughs> Pin a oh, oh rose on your nose. Oh My London. Oh My London. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Pin a rose on your nose. Uh... I don't. I don't know. I think okay. that might. Whoa, baby. Whoa, baby. Whoa, baby. That's the um, actual quote. I don't. Uh, I think it would just be whoa, baby. Wicked, baby. Infant. <laughs> Wicked infant. Yeah, no, I Wicked, like that baby. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, this, this is getting silly. Yeah. Whoa, baby. Whoa. That's a different show. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> what show is that? I can't think of it. Blossom, I think, right? No. No? What? What? Maybe. Oh, oh yeah, no. it's from, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from um, one of those brothers from Brotherly Love. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Let's move Whatever. On. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can move on. Um, so, uh, Mad Libs is up next. Are you fucking mad? And I'm doing the segment, so I picked a monologue from the books, and we're gonna, um, get rid of some words and put in funny words is pretty much the concept of this. So, um, I picked the monologue from, that Lockhart does in Chamber, um, when he finds out that Harry and Ron tried to... Well, they did uh, fly the flying car to Hogwarts. And for some reason, Lockhart thinks it's uh, his fault. It's very strange. This doesn't happen in the movie, just in the books. So just want to point that out. Okay. 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 I'm ready. So I need a verb. Run. <laughs> Ran. <laughs> Running. <laughs> um. More of like a feeling. Sorry. More of like a feeling verb. More than a feeling. Like an adverb? Maybe. So the actual word is shocked. Uh, that sounds kind of like an... Um, scared. Sure. Completed. No, that's not. <laughs> completed. We'll do scared. Okay. Um, a noun. Pancake. <laughs> okay. A proper noun? Uh, so like a place? D oh, a place. Um, San Francisco. Okay. Another noun. Lake. Okay. A verb. Twirl. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is a noun, but it's more like a publication. Like a book? Or like a paper. An encyclopedia? Oh, the Daily Prophet. That's probably what it already was. Oh, the Daily oh, no. Prophet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just caught in a loop. Oh, the Daily Prophet. Oh, the Daily Prophet. No, that's um, fine. No, uh, what about um, good morning, whatever? Wake up San Francisco. Wake up San Francisco. Yeah, wake up San Francisco. You can use either, Amanda. Okay, now. And so this is going to be like a body part. Belly button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's funny. Adjective. More of a feeling. <laughs> Again. Disgusted. Does that work? Uh, yeah, that's fine. 
Adjective. Blue. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> um, a noun. Motorcycle. <laughs> okay, a number, preferably a, a high number. One million. Okay. Okay, pronoun. Um, she? <laughs> no. You. Are. We. He. They. No, you is good. We'll use you. Okay. A villain. That's not Voldemort. Thanos. And a superlative. You might have been a little right. <laughs> a superlative. Yeah, like... Most likely oh, to succeed. Like <laughs> most. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Harry, when I heard, well, of course, it was my fault. Don't know when I've been more scared. Flying a pancake to San Francisco. Well, of course, <laughs> I knew at once why you done it. Stood up, stood out a mile. Gave you a taste for a lake, didn't I? Gave you the. Gave you the twirl. You got onto the front page of the Wake Up San Francisco with me, and you couldn't wait to do it again. Harry, I understand. Natural to want to be a bit more, wait, natural to want a bit more once you've had the first taste. And I blame myself for giving you that because it was bound to go to your belly button. But you see here, young man, you can't start flying pancakes to try and get yourself noticed. Just disgusted. Plenty of time for all of that when you're blue. <laughs> Yes, yes, I know what you're thinking. It's all right for him. He's an international, fa internationally famous motorcycle already. But when I was one million, I was just as much of a you as you are now. <laughs> In fact, I'd say I was even more of a you than you. <laughs> I mean, a few, I mean, a few people have heard of you, haven't they? All that business with Thanos. I know, I know. It's not quite as good as a winning which is weekly's most likely to succeed award. Five times in a row, as I have. But it's a start, Harry. It's a start. <laughs> <laughs> Taste some of, of it. Lake. Yum. Yummy. <laughs> some of it made sense. I love the flying pancake. That was good. <laughs> yeah, flying yeah. pancake was great. Yeah. Very good, Amanda. Lots of views in there. I got a little, I got a little lost, but you brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> you, then you, you. When I, I was a you. I thought it was funny because it was like all the use. <laughs> Nobody as you as you are right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our full house episode. Don't forget to like us, rate us five stars, subscribe, share, comment, or whatever else you want to do to keep us going. Please follow us on Instagram at sloppy.sorting.hat, Twitter at sloppy sorting, and we're also on Facebook. And check us out on TikTok too at sloppy sorting hat for some special sloppy stuff. Send us questions and suggestions, and until next time, stay sloppy. Freeze, nerd bombers. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening, evening TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs>